Hi pageant people, it's me again, bringing a, another episode of the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. Now today is going to be quite a short one, she says, <laughs> as I wanted to just discuss the different types of pageants that are here in the UK. Um, so a lot of people, when they enter a pageant, there's different pageant systems um so for those who are just joining this you might know this already so this might not be an episode for you however for those who are really new to pageants and are looking for a system looking for a pageant to compete in there's lots of things to consider so you might find that when people think of pageants they think of the toddlers and tiaras um and those are glitz pageants um, so we do have glitz pageants here in the UK. Um, those are non-contracted pageants. Um, with glitz pageants, you literally just turn up on the day. Um, that's all you need to do. Um, there's no preparation beforehand, apart from, of course, <clears throat> the routines and stuff. I mean, when I say preparation, I mean like appearances you don't need to make any appearances i mean some glitz pageants do but you don't have to do that you turn up on the day you can wear fake tan fake hair the bejeweled um outfits you have outfit of choice there's so many creative like outfits it's incredible um and you have titles like grand supreme and ultimate grand supreme um and Everyone goes away with a crown. So you get like divisional winner, like queen, princess, like there there are many different titles. And for someone who is isn't as clued up as in the glitz world um as I could be, um mainly just because I've not attended a glitz pageant for a very long time. Um however, everyone does get something on the day. That is how a glitz pageant works. So you pay your entry fee and you can do as many of those as you want. They are so good for building confidence, um, especially in the younger pageant girls. Um, it's up to you whether you want your child to compete in them or not. Um, but there are loads here in the UK as well. So I feel that sometimes glitz pageants get seen as quite negative because everyone always thinks of the toddlers and charities however they are so great for confidence they raise a lot for charity um the girls like all the children like no one's forced to be on stage um those girls walk on stage and they own it the confidence and sass that they have is just incredible um and a lot of girls that start in glitz pageants will then progress to natural pageants um and that term natural pageants is not a difference in like you have to be completely natural all that sort of stuff um it, it's just basically meaning it is a natural pageant it's not a glitz pageant so natural pageants are more um there'll be a title there's work behind it as in the appearances and the charity work and stuff not saying that glitz girls don't do that because they do and they do a lot of it it's just not a requirement for some glitz pageants however for some national pageants um natural pageants they do have um the option of you know a side award for miss charity or a an award for collecting the most items that that charity that that pageant is collecting 
Um, so for a natural pageant, so what the definition is that I wrote in the handbook is a natural pageant is a pageant which could lead to internationals or a national final in which there is a catwalk style, an interview and also preparation before the finals like charity or appearances. Um, there are many stages from the application process, um, regionals, nationals, internationals, as well as different judged and optional rounds such as photogenic, spokesmodel and ambassador to with you. Um, now, the difference between uh, Glitz and Natural for younger girls is that the younger contestants in natural pageants are not allowed to wear makeup or fake tan or hair, um, but older contestants from teen are able to wear that. There's different guidelines, um, and as you start to get older, you're allowed to wear you know, the fake lashes and the stuff like that, like coming from someone who wears, has worn fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake tan, like, you you can do that when you're older. Um, even I really started wearing fake tan for the first, like, I think 2018 was the first time I had fake tan on. I don't know why I avoided it so much, because <laughs> now, wow, I've locked down and no sun, who knows, uh, but enough about that. <laughs> um, so these finals can be held over a day or a few days of extra parts of the competition, like boot camps, PG parties, outings, and then the final will be staged with different rounds, like an opening round, usually a dance, fashion evening wear, um, with most natural pageants, if you win, you are then contracted to not compete in any other system, um, so... A glitz one, you're not contracted at all. You win on the day, that's it. That's that's you done. You take a crown home. Um, you can go on the shelf, it's amazing. Whereas for a natural pageant, usually they are contracted. So the difference between a contracted and a non-contracted pageant. So before you even enter a pageant, look at the terms and conditions to see whether this applies to you. Because if you want to compete in other systems, um then a non-contracted pageant is for you because you can win a pageant and then enter another pageant. Um, you're always competing um, because some some natural pageants, some contracted pageants won't even allow you to enter charity pageants or glitz pageants. So you want to make sure that you are entering the pageant system for you. So a contracted pageant is the same except for if you were to win, then you will be provided a contract and amongst other things there'll be a section about competing in other systems during your title reign. So if you were to compete in another system, so if you win this title, if you then decide you want to compete in another system, you may have the regional title still but when you win you have to choose between the pageant that you want because there's no point of and I say this a lot, there's no point of winning a pageant and then entering another pageant to win that pageant as well. If they're both contracted pageants, like which one, it's great that you won both. That's incredible. However, what was the title you wanted in the first place? That's what all goes down to. So when people enter more than one system at once and they have two finalist sashes, what final do you actually want to enter? Because there's no point of spending the money on both sashes when you are going to be, you win the first one and you've just wasted £250 entry on the, the other sash when you can't compete for the whole year. Um, so another question that 
I get asked a lot um, with that. Um, so the reason why you have a contract is because you have a year's reign and you're expected to compete your queen, like complete your queen duties. And if you have two titles, you're not going to really dedicate um, enough time. And also it is a conflict of interest. Um, you know, a lot of people will always ask, can I enter more than one pageant? And as I just explained, like, you can. There's nothing against it. However, of course, if you are double sashing at an event, so double sashing means that you are wearing one sash for one system and then taking it off and then wearing a different sash um, at the same event, then that is called double sashing. Um, some people do have two sashes or two different systems. As long as they're doing different appearances and not doing the same appearance twice in, in different sashes, then that's fine as such. But when it comes to the question, why do you want to win this pageant? Or have you, like, are you competing in any other pageant? You're going to be a bit stumbled because you can't lie. Because if these judges have seen your page and seen you represent both, it's a bit like, you know, what what one do you want to represent? What woman do you win? Now, I've done this before. I've entered at other pageants as um, practice because... For me, when I first started, there was no coaches. So I've entered I've entered pageants because I wanted to um there was a cheap entry fee and I was like, Wow, let's let's go on this. And a lot of pageants do. They will coming up to the end of it, sometimes they will do a lower release like entry fee if someone drops out, um, or just to boost up their finalists before the end like of that final um and I have done that before and I got asked the question and this is one of the pageants I won best interview for I got asked the question um are you competing in any other pageant and if so if you were to win would you drop out that pageant and I said 100% yes like I am competing in another system um I'm completely honest about that um this was a late entry for me it's an opportunity that came up so I decided to take it. Um, if I was to win the title tonight, I would 100% um, dedicate my time and efforts to this title alone, um, regardless of what I had done with the other system, because I do believe that if I am a queen, you have to be dedicated to the system and you have to make sure that you're using that crown. You're vital, like you're making every second of it count. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I was representing two different titles. Um, I ended up, so that pageant I actually entered five days before. So I entered five days. I had to get all my outfits in five days and get a scrapbook together. Um, and I ended up getting Best National Wear, Style Queen, Interview, and placing first one rep and winning the England title. Um, so I was really happy with that. However... I also knew that if I took the opportunity away from the winner, if I won, it then wouldn't meet, it then wouldn't do justice for me to then go, oh, I'm still competing in the other pageant. I'm just going to have this title as well. You have to prioritise what title you want. Which then brings me to non-contracted pageants. Um, so, for example, with that system, if I was to win the UK title... I could have still competed in other systems because their contract allowed 
for free working titles. Um, so there is nothing in my contract to say I can enter two other pageants and win. Um, so even though that was a contracted pageant, there are stipulations in place that actually allowed me to have free titles if I wanted to. Not that I would ever have free titles, but that was what I was offered. Um, so non-contracted pageant are charity pageants and systems that happen every year. However, there's no, um, like, you're not contracted to make appearances. You're not, you know, it's what you make of that year. If you want to make appearances, if you want to do stuff with your title, then do it for sure. Um, however, you're not contracted to. You win on the day once again, and then you can come back the next year to hand over your title. Um, you don't even have to. Um, but yeah, and also charity pageants as well. Now, if you are looking to compete and you're not so sure of what system you want to try yet, rather than dedicating yourself to a national pageant um, where you will be expected to do appearances and stuff if you were to win, um, try a a non-contract pageant or a charity pageant. Charity pageants are great because, like, every girl should. If you are competing in a pageant, you should do a charity pageant to build up your confidence, especially if you're not having any coaching. Even if you are having coaching, um, go along to these. Practice. It's great practice. You get feedback from the judges as well. Um, honestly... They are so good and so needed. And yes, just use them. <laughs> That's what they're for. You're helping other pageant girls because you're raising funds. You're having a good time. And then you also get to find out about different pageant systems. Um, but yeah, so those are all the different types of pageants. You have your natural pageant. And in your natural pageants, you'll have contracted or non-contracted. You then also have your glitz pageants as well. Now, the last type of pageant you have will be a specific um, pageant. So it will be like you have to be a certain um, age. I'm not saying age because there are divisions. So for those who are completing you, you have different divisions um, depending on your age. These vary with different pageants. They really do, like, for example... Well, I can't say example now, I'm 31 now, but when I was 26, I still qualified as a miss in some pageants, but for some other pageants, I was a miss. Um, so now I'm at an age where I'm a miss regardless, like, <laughs> there's no confusion with that. Although technically, if I was to enter Miss Pageant Girl UK, I could, because that's up to 35. So technically, I'm still a miss in that system, but everything else, I'm a miss. Um... <laughs> Not a classic Miz until I'm at least 45, 46. So I've got a very long time yet until my things change. Um, <laughs> however, um, so I mean specific as in like it could be um, your uh, sex. There are pageants that are primarily for, um, obviously there's women. There are... T- pageants that are just for like transgender women a lot of pageant systems in the UK do accept transgender women as well but of course there's like the celebration of itself you know you're celebrating that um 
also pageants like um like Miss Africa UK, Miss Caribbean UK, you know, there has to be a link there. Like I couldn't enter it. I have no links apart from my daughter being part um Bayesian. But that's not me, that's her. So she has a links, she could enter in a few you know, I won't say a few years, maybe a very few a lot of years time. Um but I couldn't do so have to have a certain link with that. Um, the same goes with curve pageants. Um, so for curve pageants, you have to be a size 14, a UK size 14 plus. So there is a restriction on your uh, size. I'm not saying it's a restriction, but it's like there's the minimum. You have to be a minimum of a size 14. You can't enter if you're a size 12. You can if you're a 14 and above. And there's no upper limit. Um, as far as I know, there's no upper limit. So then you have those pageants as well. Now, they will be exactly the same as a contracted or non-contracted pageant, um, mostly contracted, um, and some pageants do have, like, a, a court of winners as well. So you have the winner, first princess, second princess, and, and they do the same, the same activities that the winners do. There's loads of different things. So I hope that has answered any questions you have about different types of pageants. I did say it was going to be quick, didn't I? And it's been, well, I've been talking for 17 minutes now. So we all know that's not the, uh, not what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but with these pageants, with all these pageants, there is no, there is, of course, you have like the top five pageants, top ten, etc., etc. But I really hate the hierarchy of pageant systems that some people put in place. Because at the end of the day, if you want to compete in a pageant and that's the pageant that you want to win, that is your goal, that is your Miss Universe, that is your Miss GB, you know, that is the aim for you. Um, You can aim as high as you want to, of course, like for example, I can't enter Miss Universe or Miss England because I'm too old, I have a child. Um, <laughs> those are the facts. Um. However, there are pageant systems that I still want to compete in and I'd still like to win. You know, there is a pageant out there for everyone. And I know sometimes people think that that is watering down the market as such with pageantry. However, pageants have evolved so, so much that there is this opportunity now for us to really, to be the queens that we all want to be. Um, There is a crown out there for everyone, regardless if you win it or buy it. Um, <laughs> There is a crown out there. Um, for everyone so don't be discouraged to enter a pageant if you think it's too big for you like no no pageant is too big or too grand or, or anything like that try it sometimes throw yourself in the deep end others will go I'm going to try this system first and this system but honestly I think there's no time like the present jump in there, <laughs> jump in there, girl, get your crown, um, but yes, so rather than people say smaller pageants, I, when I say smaller pageants, I try, sometimes I say it just out of habit, but I'm trying to teach myself not to, and when I think of smaller pageants, I think of the non-contracted and the charity pageants, and then the bigger pageants are the national pageants, so they're the pageants that lead to internationals, um, that's what I try and say when I say the bigger pageants and the smaller pageants. That is my aim. 
I don't want to discredit any pageant system at all because I said they are so good for everyone, different levels, different experiences of life, different end results, different goals that people have, you know, we're all united under this big umbrella of pageantry. Um, But with all that, I hope you found this episode informative. Um, For those who are very new, if you're still listening to that, um, I hope you've learned a bit more and I hope you take the courage to take that step to enter your first pageant. Just do it, leap in, jump in, go, swim in, um, into the world of pageantry. Um, There's so many amazing things here in the UK world of pageantry that you can achieve. Um, So, yes, I hope it's given you courage. Um, For those who do know pageants and just wanted to hear my voice, um, (laughs) get yourself to sleep, as I keep saying. I hope you're not listening anymore because I hope you're asleep. Um, But with everything else, if there is any suggestions that you would like, please let me know. I say this with every podcast um, episode and every video I record. Um, I hope that we are answering all the questions that you have um the handbook is still available pageant con tickets are still available if you would like to book in pageant training with myself that is still available as well had to my dog walked in just as i'm finishing recording this um but thank you so much for listening um if you like this episode i don't know what podcast format you're listening this on but give us a little good rating hit the five stars thank you so much for all your love and support